Hello and welcome to the Beyond Net Zero Journey podcast. I'm Chloe Thomas, founder of the business e-commerce master plan, and this is the podcast where I'm sharing my business's journey to net zero and beyond. For now, we're keeping it casual, so I'm not committing to a regular episode release schedule. Rather, as I get to grips with a topic or an argument or I've read a useful book or been to a useful event, I'll do an episode about it and put it live for you. I am not an expert in this stuff, but I'm learning fast and I'm going to be bringing you on the journey with me. This is my first diary update on our progress. These are the updates where I'm going to tell you what we've been doing, what's gone well, what's gone badly, um, and kind of put a, put a bit of a line in the sand as to where we've got to on what we're doing. So as this is the first one, I thought I'd start with a bit of background. Um, my name is Chloe Thomas. I've worked in the online retail sector for nearly 20 years, predominantly in the e-commerce uh, marketing side of things. My business is called e-commerce master plan. It's been around for nearly a decade and historically we've helped business owners plot their path to e-commerce growth through coaching, advice, books, courses, virtual summits and podcasts. I had a bit of a freak out when I attended a climate conference back in October. Um, full story of that on my e-commerce master plan podcast. Have a listen to episode 359, uh, which had led to us shifting our focus to net zero as well as creating successful e-commerce brands. So from now on, rather than being about e-commerce growth at all costs, we are about inspiring our audience to get on the journey to net zero as well as making their business better because I fundamentally believe that retailers and marketers have a role in bringing this world to where it needs to get to, both in improving what we actually do and in bringing the consumers along on the journey with us because right now consumers are pretty confused and we're pretty good at making them do things so let's start making them do the right things rather than just buying more, more, more. And I am aware there is a massive conflict in there between being a retail marketer and trying to reduce consumption. I have no idea how we resolve that conflict, but let's start talking about it, I guess, is what we're doing. Um, now, getting off that topic and back to what we're supposed to be doing here, which is updating what we've actually done, the nuts and bolts of what I'm actually doing to make my business net zero, Um Okay, from what I understand so far about all this stuff, there are two ways an individual can make an impact. One is to change what you do yourself and two is to inspire others to change what they do. We are working on both. Um, to be fair, we've done better, I think, so far on inspiring others than changing stuff ourselves, certainly in the time I've been spending on things. But that's partly because we have a lot of potential impact we can have because of what we do on changing others. So I'm going to structure this diary update and possibly all future diary updates. Let's see where we go in those two sections. So we're going to start by running through what we've done ourselves. So what I've actually done here at e-commerce master plan to improve our business on its journey to net zero. Um, and then secondly, I'm going to take you through what we've done in terms of inspiring others to change what they do. So let's start off with changing what you do yourself. We are definitely still at the research stage, making a lot of decisions, creating a lot of to-do lists, but not really very much achieved at all apart from our offsetting, but offsetting's easy. So key things I've done so far. I've decided on our approach. There are a few key principles we're going to be following. 
First off, we're taking e-commerce master plan, the business beyond net zero, because I believe we can do that pretty easily. And because we're operating in a sector that is not a good sector. So therefore, I should aim higher than average. Um, The second principle is we're taking three steps. First off, we're going to offset everything. We're just going to go offsetting crazy because that will make a very, very quick impact. Then I'm going to go through cutting back our carbon usage. And then the third step is that once we've cut back our carbon usage, we're not going to cut back our offsetting levels. And that's how we're going to get beyond net zero. So we're going to offset to the point we get to net zero, cut back the carbon usage, and then that will mean we've gone beyond. The third principle is that you need to take action first and measure later. Hence why we're going to offset everything and then start cutting back and start measuring. Um, And it does pain me to say that because throughout the last 20 years, I've been telling people to measure, 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 and then optimize based on the numbers. But this is not a scenario for doing that. Yes, measurement comes in at some point and yeah, it'll be great in maybe six or 12 months time to say, I reckon we've reduced this or we've achieved this in terms of the numbers. But if I spend a month or two months measuring precisely how much carbon we use as a business, that's a waste of time because every single bit of carbon that's released today is harming our chances of success as a planet. So the more we can do today, the more time we buy ourselves to solve the bigger problems. Um, So take action first, measure later. That's our third key principle. I've also created the net zero page on our websites um, and added it to the headers to really put it front and centre there. That creates a bit of accountability for me. It also lets people know that we're embracing this journey, that we're going on it. So there's a little bit of inspiring other people in there too. Um, You can find that on the ecommercemasterplan.com website and we'll put a link to that in the, uh, the notes with this episode. I've also told my team about it. Um, I have a an outsourced team. There's really only me in the business, but I've got an amazing bookkeeper and I've got two brilliant VAs. So I've told them about it all. Um, I've also done a lot of learning. There's been a lot of book reading, a lot of conversations, a lot of attending of things. So I'm, I'm upskilling and upknowledging myself as fast as I can. The one kind of practical thing we've done so far is the offset everything piece. So to do this, we have started with an account with Ecology, which is spelt E-C-O-L-O-G-I. Now, this is a bit of a quick and dirty approach. I haven't done a lot of due diligence on them. I know that they've got quite an amazing customer base and people who I would assume have done the due diligence have been there. Uh, They're also planting their trees in big impact areas and they say they're doing everything to UN something or another. Um, So that's my due diligence on them and whether what I'm paying them to do is good. You know, we've all heard about the trees being planted and dying two weeks later, which obviously I don't want to do. But at the moment, I don't have the time to take the due diligence beyond that. I will in the future. And when I do that, I will do an episode about it for you all here. The other reason I've gone with Ecology E-C-O-L-O-G-I, is because they have API integrations. So we can set things up to happen automatically in the future. And I love a bit of that. They've also got a Shopify plugin. So it fits with my wider audience's needs. I can talk about what I've done on Ecology. And it's something my audience can very quickly copy me in because huge numbers of them use Shopify for their e-commerce system. 
They also have pretty widgets and a nice page that I can shout about what we're doing. So they tick a lot of boxes. But as I said, I haven't fully due diligence them, um, and but I will at some point and then I'll update you when I do. I've done three things with them so far. First off, I've turned my workforce into what they call a climate positive workforce. I've taken it as being four employees. Yes, some of them are part time, but who cares? We'll go with four. And for £5.20 per month per employee, um, I can offset and make them a climate positive team by, uh, that means, so for our four employees, £5.20 per month, that's costing me, uh, was it £20.80 a month? And for that, we are planting 48 trees and um, reducing CO2 by 3.5 tonnes each month for basically £21. Um, that is the price for employees who are doing under 5,000 miles a year by car and two or less short haul return flights a year. Um, I do less than 5,000 miles a year by car. Uh, none of the rest of the team drive anywhere for me and none of us take any flights for the business. So we're probably beyond already on that, but that's really low cost. It's going to happen every month. It's just going to go out. That's less than I pay for an awful lot of software. So super easy to do and bang, we're already making a positive impact. I said I was going to do three things with ecology. The second thing I'm doing is we are planting one tree per email sign up. Why? Well, why not? Quite frankly, it's going to be our major marketing method, uh, message, our major incentive to people to sign up to our emails. Um, so that's going to be happening automatically once I get the API feeds all set up, but that's probably not going to happen until 2022. So in the meantime, we have just under five and a half thousand on our email list. So I've just bought 5,500 trees. So that's the back catalogue covered as it were. Um, the third thing we're doing with Ecology is our main, the majority of our business is about podcasting. So I would assume there's a fair amount of carbon being produced in the recording of the episodes, the prepping of the episodes, the marketing we do for the episodes, the editing and production around the episodes and all those people out there, thousands of people out there listening to the episodes has got to have some kind of carbon impact. I haven't yet calculated it because that's just going to slow me up. So what I'm doing instead is I've just decided that from now on, we are going to offset one tonne of CO2 per podcast released. I reckon that probably covers everything. I will measure this in the future. I suspect I've gone above and beyond. I hope I've gone above and beyond. Um, if I haven't, I'll up the numbers. From 2022, I'm going to buy that manually each month. So each month I will buy as many tonnes of CO2 as we have released podcast episodes. And I've just bought 110 tonnes to cover our podcast releases in 2021. So for those five and a half thousand on the email list, so a tree for each of those and for uh, a tonne for each of our podcast episodes in 2021, which was 110, that's cost me just over a thousand pounds. So we've just, as all that money filters down through the system and it actually gets actioned, we made a very big impact that covers us probably for most of what we did in 2021, right there and then. Um, and that's all going to be automated or manually done from early 2022. So it just continues happening. So that's kind of our, our just offset everything. And then we'll start calculating things and reducing things. The offset bit is basically now done. 
So what else have we done to make our own business a bit more carbon neutral? We made some decisions around travel. Um, There is going to be at least one episode on travel coming up soon when I've got into the details of how we make these decisions actually happen. Um, But the quick headlines are, one, we are no longer flying as a business. I can't see a reason I would agree to fly anywhere for work anymore. So we're just not going to do it. Um, Other business travel, we're going to keep to a minimum and use the best possible method. So I'll go by train, not by car. And when it happens, we're going to offset it. So if anyone wants to pay me to speak at an event from now on, they're going to have to pay both my fee and the travel costs and the cost of offsetting that carbon. So we'll work out how much carbon goes in a journey for me to London, um, car to the station, uh, train to London, overnight in a hotel. What does that look like? I'm back again, obviously, because I've got to get home again. What does the cost of offsetting that? And we're going to be adding that to people's bills. Um, That may lead to me going to less places. Well, that's fine. Then we're not putting the carbon out in the atmosphere in the first place. It will mean if I do travel any, and if we're, if I'm not being paid to go somewhere and I've chosen to go somewhere, I will also offset that carbon of that journey. But I'm hoping also by putting it right there and centre, it will get some of the people who we, who I work for, who I often speak at events for, will get them thinking about, oh, that's how much it costs to offset. Maybe we should start doing that for our team. Maybe we should do that for all our speakers. Maybe this is a good news story we can use for PR, etc. I'm more than happy for someone to use that for PR if it means they're paying to make these changes. So that's going to get a bit more front and centre in our sales process and if anyone books me. And then on the car front, I do less than 5,000 miles a year and I've got a Mazda 2, which is a very small car, small petrol car that doesn't produce as much as like a Range Rover would. But I'm probably still going to switch it to electric, but I'm still mulling whether that's the right decision based on, you know, the overall carbon of the piece and my low low mileage and various bits and pieces. When I've come to a decision on that, that's probably when I will do the travel decisions episode um, for you all. Then the other thing which we're, which I'm in the middle of doing at the moment is starting an analysis of our suppliers. So I made a massive long list of our suppliers. That's how far I've got so far. Uh, the next step will be to actually look at who is on the journey to net zero, who's working on it, how they're getting there, and then start to either switch suppliers to someone who is on the journey and is going there to challenge them. What, when are you going to get on this train, um, virtual train? When are you going to make moves in this place? When are you going to sort it all out? Because um, that will have a positive impact too if it changes, you know, if it makes people start making an impact uh, and potentially cut out some of the, the, the software and the suppliers we use. So that analysis will be happening um, and it may well then, you know, once we reach those that we can't get rid of because they're just too crucial, how do we go about offsetting the carbon they're using on our behalf? Expect episodes on supplier analysis and how to encourage your your suppliers to change their process and all the rest of it at some point in the future when we get a bit further with that one. So that's what we've done in the business so far. Not apart from the offsetting side of things, not a lot has really happened. It's just been offsetting and decisions. But this is our very first update. So that's kind of the quick stuff. Now, the, in future updates, you'll get more of the the challenges, the difficulties, the problems I find. So I said there were two sides to this. The second side is inspiring others to change what they do. This is where I think we made more impact, really, Um 
apart from the offsetting, which is actually quite a huge impact. But we've done a lot more on this side. That's where most of my focus has been since um, October till now, because over 2022, that's when we should have a much bigger impact because thousands of retailers listen to our content every month. Um, Hundreds of people see our social media posts every week. So we can, and thousands of people receive our emails every week. So if we can start having that getting noisy there, as we'll be doing as of this week, then we can start having a much bigger impact. So my aim with all of this is to encourage my retailer audience to do two things. One, to make their business more sustainable. So to take the steps I'm taking to copy the inspirational ideas we're sharing that other retailers are doing on the e-commerce master plan podcast, but also to get them starting to retrain consumers to make more sustainable buying choices starting with shouting about how they're actually improving things because I have a suspicion that everyone's a bit too nervous to talk about this because they're worried if they say we've removed the returns labels from our parcels someone will go yeah but you're still using petrol vans to deliver and get attacked for not having done everything we don't have to have done everything we just need to get moving on this journey and start inspiring those around us to join us okay soapbox over so what have we done so far right we have Well, we will be tomorrow as I record this, probably have already done it by the time you listen to this, announced our change of direction on the 9th of December via our biggest channel, which is the e-commerce master plan podcast. An episode's going live on there on Thursday, 9th of December. Um, Episode 359, the one where I explain more about my uh, my crisis moment at that conference um, and talk about how what we're doing there. So that's kind of the big kickoff. The marketing plan for making the the most noise about our change of focus is slowly coming together. I'm a little behind on that, but I didn't want to delay getting the announcement out there because that will have an impact. And we're going to be shouting about this for months to come. So it wasn't too crucial to make that, that all that big. But marketing ideas, I've got a very long list of ideas. They will all be actioned at some point over the next couple of months and some of them this week. We've also um, filled up the upcoming guest slots on e-commerce master plan with inspiring retailers who are on that path to net zero who are doing crazy things both as a whole business and as a small business and the list of people I want on the show oh my god there are so many people doing cool things in this space this is definitely a good direction to be going in because there's so many stories to share so that's very exciting We've also scheduled the first Keep Optimising episode. So Keep Optimising is our marketing focus podcast. It's not going to be changing very much yet, but we have got an episode coming up in December where we're specifically tackling the subjects of greenwashing and green hushing. So that's going to be very cool to start tackling that side of things right on that podcast. Um, I've also started highlighting net zero stories on my LinkedIn and Twitter profiles, kind of testing the water, seeing how much interaction they get. Um, and they've been getting quite a good impact too. So that, that bodes well for the announcement, um, tomorrow. Uh, and, and I've set up this very podcast, despite this head cold I'm currently dealing with, despite, um, uh, overwhelming quantity of stuff I'm supposed to be doing right now. I've managed to do this episode. Um, so feeling very proud of myself on this. And I hope people people will listen to it because we're doing very little marketing around this one so far. It's really just a vehicle to help those of you who hear what we're doing elsewhere and want to learn a bit more, come over and um, and see behind the scenes. So I hope you've enjoyed this very first episode, this very first update on what we're actually doing. There's a lot more to come. I have a huge list of things I want to share with you via this this podcast as soon as I've um, learned enough to share. 
uh, any ideas do get in touch let me know um there's i'm sure there's plenty we'll be doing as time goes by for now though i hope i hope we may have inspired you inspired you to join us on the journey um you start your journey come with us on this you can find this podcast for free on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify and all great podcast apps. Just search Beyond Net Zero Journey or go to our website, beyondnetzerojourney.com, where you'll be able to hit play and where we're, I'm trying to add as many of the links I mentioned into those show notes as possible, which will include links to ecology that I've kind of raved about today um, and that episode I mentioned too. So thanks so much for tuning in and come join me on the journey to Beyond Net Zero.